0: We interrupt the program now in progress to bring you a special report. Here are the highlights of the morning news. From the WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071 Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Anne McEwan. It's Thursday, January 6th, 2022. The Champaign Unit 4 School District is updating attendance policies based on the rising number of COVID-19 cases in the area. Effective yesterday, all spectators at extracurricular activities will be required to wear a mask or leave the event. Each home athlete will be allowed to bring only four visitors to each game or activity, and additional spectators will be only allowed for high school events through tickets sold to the general public. Visiting athletes will be allowed two guests per game at middle school events and four guests at high school events. These limits on attendance are meant to protect both students and members of the community from the ongoing pandemic and the new highly transmissible Omicron variant. Today marks one year since the riots and insurrection attempt at the U.S. Capitol building in Washington, D.C. In the weeks following the incident, it was officially confirmed that the riot had claimed five lives and resulted in the injury of more than 130 police officers and an unknown number of rioters and insurrectionists. Over the course of the past year, more than 700 individuals have been charged with a variety of crimes relating to the riots. More than 600 people have been charged with entering the Capitol grounds illegally, and many face a litany of additional charges, such as disorderly conduct, the destruction or theft of government property, and more than 100 have been directly charged with assault. Of the indicted rioters, approximately 74 have already faced conviction and sentencing, according to a report by NPR. More than half of these convictions have resulted in no jail time, as many of these early convictions have merely been the result of plea deals offered to defendants facing misdemeanor charges. However, some convictions have resulted in harsher sentences. One man from Florida was sentenced to five years for assaulting a police officer, while Jacob Chainsley, who received the nickname QAnon Shaman after wearing a bison headdress into the Capitol, has been sentenced to just under four years for his part in the insurrection. There has also been significant political backlash. Congressional investigations have identified a number of institutional shortcomings that enabled the initial protest to become a riot and identified a number of members of the White House who failed to take appropriate action to curb the insurrection attempt. The Chicago Teachers Union voted Tuesday in favor of going remote due to the surge of COVID-19 cases across the country. With 73% of the union in favor, the CTU voted to go remote until January 18th unless an agreement with Chicago public schools is reached or the rate of COVID-19 cases in the Chicago area decreases. CPS officials stated that this vote amounts to an illegal strike. In the hours leading up to the CTU vote, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot, CPS CEO Pedro Martinez, and Public Health Commissioner Dr. Allison Arway held held a news conference. The leaders insisted that although cases are on the rise, schools are a relatively safe environment and children should be returning in person. Martinez said Tuesday that teachers will not be paid if they refuse to come to school. CTU stated that teachers were locked out of their CPS accounts yesterday, making them unable to teach remotely, claiming this to be an action done by Mayor Lightfoot. Illinois made the final payment towards a loan taken out to cover COVID-19 expenses yesterday, nearly two years ahead of schedule. Illinois State Comptroller Susanna Mendoza estimates the early payback will save taxpayers $82 million. The $2 billion loan was taken out at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic in March of 2020 to cover state medical bills during the pandemic. The state used its regular revenue to pay back the loan without relying on federal stimulus money. Governor Pritzker applauded the Comptroller and the General Assembly, saying they were putting Illinois on a path of fiscal stability. Contributing reporting for this newscast was provided by Mac Dudley, Barrett Wynn, Madison Holcomb, and Emily Crawford. Our regional editor is Josie Alameda, and our political editor is Jane Knight. Our deputy news director is Emily Crawford, and our news director is Justin Malone. For WPGU News, I'm Anne McEwen.